What's going on? What's going on, everybody? It is the only sports podcast welcoming back Casino. What's Hi. going on, Casino? How's double fatherhood treating you? Pretty good, actually. It's been pretty good. It's, it's been nice to have him home. Um, took a little bit for him to come home. Um, you know, he, since he was early, he had to stay at the hospital for a little bit, but now he's back. He's not back, but now he's home. So we got everybody here, which is nice. Uh, the daughter's been good with him, and uh, he's doing good. Yeah, just everybody's been good. But you it's know, a cute baby. Don't have a lot of don't have a lot of time. So those those two those two week absences was when he was being born, and then I was still in the hospital until this last week. So yes, and then uh, what is it? It last episode I did solo. For over an hour, I don't know how people do that uh, multiple hours every day, like four or five times a week. My fucking throat, Camomile my tea. voice, Camomile everything tea. was shot Camomile for tea. the rest of the day. Camomile I mean, I tea. am drinking tea on the podcast. Still did not help. But <laughs> it's good to have you back, Casino. Thanks, man. I like, uh, it's, it's much better to just talk and then bounce stuff off each other. Because when I would say something, it'd just be like, I'd be waiting for a response and nothing. But uh, you want to before. So we're just going to do week three picks. We got to talk about some college football and then get out of here. But let's talk about I'm, anything we missed. I want to talk about two. We can also talk about. Yes. And then we can also touch on the Thursday night game. I mean, I didn't get your pick, but I'm assuming, like everyone else, you were picking the 49ers. And oh yes, all day. Yeah, it was a blowout, and I think all everybody day. knew it was going to be a blowout. So yeah, uh, but what are um, yeah, what are your we thoughts could talk, on? We could talk about that two. game real um, in a minute, but um, go for it. What, what's my thoughts on what? I'm just excited to be back. <laughs> all right now. Uh, no, but I said, uh, what are your pressing thoughts about week two? Anything you want to talk about that? Uh, you didn't get um, to say on the show. Uh, yeah, so Cowboys, they're looking good. But again, they play Jets without Aaron Rodgers. So, I mean, I didn't get to talk about that. So quick quick <laughs> note on that. No matter how much I hate Aaron Rodgers, I don't like seeing players get injured. That Especially something that serious where it is an Achilles tear. Um, I was actually, I don't like Rodgers, but I was excited to see what he was going to do this year because he was actually seemed like he was turning a corner out outside of being a douche, but you know, that could all been part of his game, but whatever. (laughs) So that's sad to see, but for the Cowboys to win 30 to 10, they're like, Oh yeah, we're, you know, we're, we're the best. We're the best. Micah Parsons, Mika Parsons, whatever his name is. Um, Parsons, Parsons, Parsons. I'm over it. I turned off. I turned the mute off or mute on. I can't handle it. Um, yeah, but uh, Bengals, I think in trouble. Um, I think they're in trouble. I I don't know what's going on with them. I'm worried about them on my pick. Uh, Ravens, you know, with with Robinson going out, and then now Hill and Tyreek uh, Hill. We'll talk about this coming up, but now their second running back, who was the third, is out, um, and then you also have OBJ is out. They're going to struggle here for a little bit. So there's been a lot of injuries. Um, let's see here. Let's see here. Let's see here. Bills bounce back. Happy to see that. Um, I did call them for that for that comeback win. Um, Falcons might actually be legit. Uh, <laughs> and let's see what else do I want to 
touch on. There's so much, so much. Uh, the Patriots are having everybody's still trying to get on the Patriot chain, but I can't. I just can't. They're awful. All the Joneses are hurt. You have Jonathan <laughs> Jones, you have Jack Jones, you have Marcus Jones. Literally, my, my friend said it, and I'm gonna call him out Sabi. It's you're saying that it's the um keeping up with the Joneses. Mac Jones better be worried. <laughs> it's come the curse of the Joneses are, are coming <laughs> coming for him next. Um I do want to say, yes, the Steelers won, but the Browns would have won that game if Chubb didn't get his knee blown out. Uh, oh, dude, that was one of the worst injuries dude, I've ever seen. That is fucking I know. brutal. And I And I had Chubb in my fantasy. He's my number one back, and I'm short on running backs. So um, I did immediately, though, pick up Kareem Hunt. I do know that I, I tried to pick up Ford, but I know that before did get picked up, somebody was paying attention and picked up Ford before me on the waivers. So that's sad, but I think the Browns are would have beat them. I don't still don't think Steelers are as good as everybody thinks they are. Um, yeah. yeah, I might be on so that that's, bandwagon. Already. So that, that's my recap on. Yeah, my recap really. I think I don't. Chargers, I still think they're good, but they just keep losing close games, and I think the 49ers are the best team in the league. That's kind if of where you... my take is. Yeah, uh, we can segue to we can segue to the 49ers Giants game last night after yep, that's what uh, I was doing. the two zero and two teams I think that have shocked everybody ourselves included have been the Chargers and the Bengals. If you had to put all the money you have right now on one of those two teams to make the playoffs, which one would you pick? Oh man. Um... I'm going to have to say Chargers. Bengals make me nervous now. Like I'm I'm now worried for them. I say Chargers because Chargers are still in every game. Um and I do like their team chemistry a little bit better right now. Um I'm I'm full blown worried for the Bengals. Personally. Yes. Uh I am also full blown worried for the Bengals. Only saving grace is the Chargers have the fifth hardest schedule in the league. And the uh, Cincinnati Bengals have the 12th. So they're, I guess they have a little bit better shot. To, right. And now, and now strength of schedules all the over the around, place. Because, but I don't know, man. Either yeah, of those I, teams but, just. But uh, strength let's of schedules all about, different now because there's been teams that have won. Address. So. Just saying. Hmm? I said the strength of schedule is all jumbled up now because teams that are, yeah, there is. um, Should have got on Discord. No delay. (laughs) Um, Keep going. Yeah. So uh, where I'm going with that is some teams that we thought were going to be bad have actually been decent and staying in games and won either a game or two. so uh, strength of schedule, I think, is all over the place now, especially when it comes to the AFC teams. Well, and I mean, the NFC South is just they have three teams now that are two and oh, and the one team that in their division that's bad actually doesn't look that bad. Like the Panthers, right. uh, I mean, I don't trust them at all, but they they play hard. Like I, I think... Bryce Young or not Bryce Young, 
Uh, no, it is Bryce Young. I think Bryce Young yeah, is actually pretty good. So I don't know. NFC South coming out of the coming out of the gates. But let's talk about last night's game. Start of week three. It was a blowout. Uh, San Francisco 49ers win against the New York Giants 30 to 12. Uh, this game was a 10 point spread going into the game. They win by 18. I think every single person on the planet picked the 49ers to beat this Giants team. So that happened. Did you learn anything about either team last night or was it just kind of exactly what we expected? Um, I learned that Debo Samuel's back um, as long as he could stay healthy. When he went down last night, I was, I was nervous. I thought he was done and hurt again. Uh, but I mean, yeah. that, that guy is absolutely, he's a stud. He's a stud for a reason. Um, so Debo, what was his thing? He was six receptions for 129 yards with one touchdown. Absolutely absolute monster of a game uh great for him and what i learned about the giants is daniel jones i thought was going to be the only good thing about new york this year there's nothing good about new york this year like i honest i honestly thought that they were going to have daniel jones was going to have a decent year but the team but the team itself was going to be tough to watch but i mean he only he only had 137 yards. The total team offense was 150 yards to 441 yards. That is astounding. Rushing yards, 29 yards. Like it, it's it's kind of scary. Like that those those stats are absolutely insane. Plus they got blown out of time possession by almost it was two two thirds to one third. So San Fran just absolutely dominated. I think San Fran is probably the best team right now Brock Purdy is definitely coming out and he's showing why he you know is the starter this year he absolutely balled out 310 yards two touchdowns the kid's good I I truly think if he has another year like this um he's on the route to being like if he does another year so say he does he's good this year makes it to the uh, NFC championship game or the Super Bowl but doesn't win fine but then he has that same exact year next year. He's Patrick Mahomes Brady level, in my opinion, because uh, he's Jesus. he's stellar. Well, he's he's so good. Like he's not making rookie mistakes. He's not making mistakes that you would think, you know, the last pick in the draft would be making, like, or or should be making. He's not making those mistakes. He's protecting the football. He's playing really well. He's doing the short passes. He's getting rid of the ball very fast. I like everything that I'm seeing from Brock Purdy. Yeah. And well, the crazy thing is, I mean, you look at their schedule, they play maybe what potentially two or three good teams the entire season. Like obviously their next game is against the Cardinals, which I think it's going to look a lot like the Giants game, which the Giants are. They, they're still a team that fights despite getting blown out week one. I mean, you can say, they don't fight because they got blown out week one, but then in week two, they do the comeback in the 49ers game. They were winning, like going into like midway through the second quarter. And then it just got out of hand. So they're a team that fights. You can say the same thing about the Cardinals, which is who the 49ers play next, but then their games after that, they play Cowboys 49ers, which those are my two most hated teams at the moment as an Eagles fan. But even I am like, I can't wait to see that game to see what, 
the offenses look like against probably the two best defenses in the league. But then after that, they go Browns, Vikings, Bengals. So Vikings, Bengals were supposed to be good this year. Neither are good. Browns, I don't know what the fuck the Browns are, especially after uh, uh, Nick Chubb is out. Then they go Jaguars, who haven't had that great of a season this far. And then they go Buccaneers, who are surprising 2-0. Then Seahawks, Eagles, Seahawks, 49ers, Ravens, or I'm sorry, Ravens, Cardinals, Commanders, Rams. Like, all of those games, but what? The Cowboys, the Eagles, maybe Jags or Bucks. I or yeah, Bucks, Bengals, I think are all just like guaranteed wins. This could yeah, legitimately did, be a did you, two did you say, two lost team. Did you say the Jaguars aren't having a good season? Yeah, they they scored nine points against the Chiefs, and they had forty seven attempts to get to the red zone in that game. That game was. I don't brutal. think they're a bad also, team. I just think. You, I, I mean, they they still did played well against the Chiefs. I know we picked the Jags to win, and they didn't win. You can't be salty about that, man. I still think they're going to be a really good team this year. Yeah, but if you look at it's kind of they're having the same kind of issue as the Bengals, which is if you look at their like advanced stats when it comes to offense, they're like a bottom five team in the league in just how good their offense is, which means they don't have a good offense at the moment. I don't know what with Joe Burrow, you can say uh, the injury and the foot has kind of like flared up and has given him issues. That's like clearly apparent when he plays but when it comes to like trevor lawrence or patrick mahomes it's just like or even jalen hurts it's like three of the best quarterbacks from last year they all just kind of look like they just forgot how to play offense i don't know this season is real weird so far when it comes to i agree like elite offenses uh but uh, let's move on to predicting the other games. We're on a time crunch here, Casino. Uh, let's just go right down the line. Oh, I was looking at the 49ers offense. Oh, uh, also, last thing with the Giants is it's – I didn't understand, and we did this when we were talking about the Giants in our preview. There, Everybody made a giant deal like about like the Giants getting Darren Waller, and all of a sudden now Daniel Jones has a big weapon and all this kind of stuff. And then we literally talked about how Darren Waller hasn't been good and he's been injury prone for like the past three years. He's been completely like just missing in all the Giants games. I don't even know when he's on the field. He When he catches, he gets like six yards and then you'll look at the stats at the end of the game and it was like four receptions for 20 yards. And it's just like, why did everyone expect this guy to be all of a sudden, you know, like Pete Gronk on this tight on this uh, Giants team. It just makes no sense to me. Uh, but let's start with this week. Actually some pretty damn interesting games. Uh, let's start with Sunday morning, 10 a.m. Indianapolis Colts at Baltimore Ravens. Anthony Richardson got knocked out of the game last, uh, last game. Gardner Minshew came in. They still won in kind of blowout fashion, but it looks like Anthony Richardson will be in this game casino. So who you got Indianapolis Colts or the Baltimore Ravens? It's going to shock you. I actually have the Indianapolis Colts. Ooh. So I know the Ravens are, I dude, I like the Ravens this year. 
but they've had now some substantial injuries um, going on to their offense. I mean, yes, I know that you still have, um, sorry, I know that you still have Lamar Jackson and he's not playing awful. He's playing actually fairly all right, but um, losing Hall, losing OBJ for this game. And then they, they lost Robinson. Um, it was Robinson, right? That's, that was their lead back. I'm blanking. Yeah. Yeah. As, as of 35 minutes ago, Anthony Richardson and Bryce Young both ruled out for this weekend's games. So it will be Gardner Minshew for this Colts team. That's fine. I'm, I'm fine with Minshew, but um, lose, like I said, oh, dang it. <laughs> uh, while Cas- <laughs> why Casito yells at his dog to uh, stop barking on the podcast. I will say for going into week three last week, uh casino won uh with nine picks i had eight picks however my wife did have 10 picks so she beat us both uh week one i won with nine picks correct casino won or lost with eight so we have switched back and forth for the past two weeks we are now tied we are both tied 17 17 going into week three in terms wow, of that so we're that's dead even we're casino fi- we're f- and we're 50 percent here 50%. Hey, I mean, that's, we no, predict wait, half 50%. the games, right? That's pretty good. Wait, it's just above 50%, right? Yeah. No, we're it's 17 it's... and 17. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot because we had the Thursday night one last night. So, yeah, we're doing yeah. pretty good. All well, right. now we're, well, speaking of, now we're 18 and 17. So we are one up, which is pretty right. good. But pretty yeah, good. so back, back to what I was saying is, sorry, the dog was barking at the, uh, Amazon guy that was dropping stuff off. Um, but yeah, with Justice Hill out, uh, OBJ out, I I really have trouble seeing the offense of the Ravens doing what they need to do to beat the Colts. Because, I mean, the Colts have kind of surprising. They're playing hard. So I do think that the Colts are going to take this game, even with Minshew in. Hmm. Uh, I am going... Uh... I am going with the Baltimore Ravens on mine. I That's just totally fine. I don't think their uh, defense has been anything to write home about. However, I do like how their their uh, Lamar Jackson has come back with a vengeance. Last game well, he, he had well. was great. Yeah, and even then their defense doesn't look that good. It's still ranked seventh in the league right now, and they have the sixth uh, best rushing attack in the league. So I don't know. I just i like this colts team i think they if i maybe had to redo my picks right now and anthony richardson comes back i think i would pick them as my last wild card team over what we've seen from the steelers i like what i've seen more from the colts than the steelers uh but yeah i'm going with the ravens on my end and my phone is freezing right now there we go uh next up tennessee titans at the cleveland browns both teams are up one and one. Obviously, we just talked about Chubb uh, not being uh, on this team. They re-signed Kareem Hunt. Titans still going with Tannehill and Derrick Henry. Who you got missed one, Casino? Well, um, I'm worried about the Browns without Chubb. Um, I'm going to go Tennessee Titans on this one. I liked how they played last game. Um, they looked good beating the Chargers, so I'm going Titans. Plus, I'm also, you know, a big fan of Mike Grable, so let's go Titans. I think I think they're gonna 
do much better than we were giving them credit for. We didn't say that they were going to be bad this year, but no, well, I think I did. But they're, <laughs> and I do like the Browns a lot, but I think having your number one piece in offense out is going to hurt them and basically change their entire playbook. I don't kill, uh, I don't care that Ford is in and they picked up Kareem Hunt. Uh, who has already worked under this coach before. So he's pretty familiar, you know, with everything going down. Um, They did say that Ford is still going to be their number one back and Kareem Hunt is going to be the backup to him. Um, But I just don't think, you know, I just not think, I just know that those two quarterbacks or running backs, they don't have the same strength and firepower that Chubb has. And I think it's going to hurt them tremendously down the line. I think they're going to have to dumb down their uh, playbook for running backs, and that's going to hurt them with against teams. So I'm taking the Titans. Well, they should dumb down uh, their passing offense so Deshaun Watson doesn't look like absolute garbage in every game he plays in, which is good because this is karma and this is what he deserves. But the Browns right now on offense, they're eighth in the league running the second best rushing attack. Obviously that's going to change when they get Chubb out, but maybe Ford and Hunt can replicate some of that success. They're 26 in the league in passing. Deshaun Watson just looks shot. He looks done. Uh, However, they're second in the league in defense. And despite all those good stats, I still think I'm picking the Titans. And I am picking the Titans because much like you said, I like how they played against the Chargers. I think the Chargers are a better team than this Browns team, even though the Browns obviously have a better defense. But I just trust Mike Rabel to beat a Browns team where they clearly now are kind of researching for what their identity is because they can't rely mm-hmm. on the pass. So yeah, right. I'm picking Mike Rabel in the Titans. And Vrabel, Vrabel, he's just a security blanket. He just if I was if he was my coach, I would just feel good to play for him to be like, okay, we're we're always going to be okay. I think we're always going to be okay. Yeah, no, we I might agree. lose, but we're 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 going to be okay. I think <laughs> he is one of my top five like favorite coaches in the league. He oh, just is hands down. He's just a good coach. Like, you know, uh, next up, uh, dare I say sneaky good game casino, the two and O Atlanta Falcons at the one and one Detroit lions. Uh, I'll go first on this one. Casino. I want to go with the Falcons. Desmond Ritter actually looks better than I thought he would. And they're still 28th in the league in passing, but the lions on the other hand, fourth uh, in the league in total offense, 20th in total defense. But I just really like how Jared Goff is playing right now. I think the lions defense, remember last year they were 31st. So they're already up to 20th right now. And they've played the chiefs and the Seahawks, two of the top three offenses last year and mm. kind of they didn't hold uh the Seahawks in check they did hold the Chiefs in check and I just well, trust this Lions team I'm picking the Lions I'm picking the Lions too um yes they got beat by the Seahawks but if you I watched that whole game Geno Smith was lights out he was 32 yeah. for 41 uh over 300 yards two touchdowns and he was spreading the ball around. He he was hitting all of his top targets, like just just hitting them, just back and forth. Uh, I, I have no other words to explain. Like he he played extremely well, much better than he did in week one. 
Um, yeah, Geno Smith was absolutely outrageous. Um, so I do like the Lions, though, in this game. Um, no hate against the Falcons. I'm hoping, actually, um, their running back, uh, Algier, however you say his name, um, goes off because I put him in. I need him have a, <laughs> I need to have him have a good game because Chubb's out. Uh, I need to have him have a good rest of his season because Chubb's out. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, Tyler, Tyler Algier, I need him to to go off, but we'll see. <laughs> hope I uh, hope he scores like three touchdowns, but yet Jared Goff just lights it up in the sky. He's great. He's he's phenomenal. And you know what's really funny? I was thinking about this the other day. You know how the with the trade with Stafford and Goff, Stafford really needed to get out of Detroit. Just mm-hmm. really need to get out of Detroit because I think he was just tired of that place. And going to the Rams, winning the Super Bowl, getting new life. They put people around him. He loved it. But I think Goff was like, all right, like the spotlight's off me. I'm going to Detroit. You know, I'm, I all I can do is be better than what they've had. So. And he, did you? He went in. You, and he just he's played really well. Well, did you see that crazy stat that he had? He was like a couple snaps away, or I think it was a couple snaps away, or a couple games away from breaking Tom Brady's streak of most pass attempts without an interception. Uh, actually, so it's Aaron Rodgers. Aaron oh, Rodgers Aaron Roger. has it. He, Aaron Rodgers has like I think it's like. Um, 403. Uh, I saw this stat as well. I think it's 403 consecutive passes without an interception was Rogers. I think Tom Brady came within three passes. Um, and then he was maybe, I think 20 passes from, um, completing that. And then he threw the interception. So yeah, yeah. No, like he's, he's now third all time, um, with, with the longest streak without throwing an interception behind Rogers and Brady, you know, yeah. No matter how much I hate Rodgers, he's still a great quarterback. You know, he just cares about MVPs instead of Super Bowls. Um, but to, to be behind those two guys for that stat, that's protection. That's good. That means you're well, a decent also, quarterback. Well, also, it's this thing of, like, the Lions have, like, Amon Ra St. Brown, and then they have a decent running back, and they – have they traded their tight end away so it's like everybody always does this with other teams or they're like this quarterback isn't good because he has no weapons literally jared goff has one weapon and he's like a top five quarterback in the league in every quarterback stat and people are still act like he's just like oh yeah it's jared goff like whatever and then it's just like like what why why are you taking away credit from him? What does he have around him that is just like right. anybody I'll, I'll, could be doing what he's outside doing. of St. Brown's? You have you have Josh Reynolds, you have San uh, Laporta, Caleb Raymond, like Jamari yeah, Gibbs. Who, like who, who are any of these people? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean Jamar Gibbs and Jamar Gibbs was a rookie last right. year. They had the other running back who was just like had a shitload of touchdowns, all just because they were at the goal line. But it's also just like. They let go of him and brought in a rookie. So it's just like, why can we not just be like, maybe golf is the one making all these guys look good. And yeah. then nobody gives him credit ever. And it's just like, I don't we're, understand. We're going to give him credit here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Dude, we're, both going, my... we're both going with lions. Um, yeah. Uh, we need to pick up the pace a little bit though. Get you, get you under here. Uh, I will say, uh, 
Ravens, uh, I don't know, or, or I'm sorry, not Ravens, Falcons, I don't know how they're doing this. They have the third-ranked defense in the league right now. They have the fourth-best rushing attack. Their passing is 28th in the league, but they're, I think I said this on last episode, they're kind of what the Browns are, which is you can't really rely on their quarterback they have a pretty good defense and a great rushing attack so they're literally just playing good defense controlling the clock and that's gonna win you games which it has been I don't know how real they are but they <laughs> look pretty damn good I like watching them like that yep. they were it, they're fun to watch especially in that Packers game uh speaking of the Packers casino it is the 2-0 New Orleans Saints playing uh the one and one green bay packers uh you go first i don't know who i'm picking yeah, on this no one. i'm all good with this i'm going packers jordan love i like him so much he's been playing so good coming in and filling in the shoes for rogers um Derek carr i've lost a lot of love for him i do have him as one of my quarterbacks however i did pick up baker mayfield and i am starting him over Carr this week um, I know that I know they're going against your Eagles. I know they're, and that's going to be tough no, for Baker. Too. Yeah, but it's going to be tough for Baker to do. But I'm starting him over Carr because Carr hasn't shown me really anything. I'm I'm not enjoying what he's doing with the Saints. So uh, with this, I am going Packers all day. Jordan Love at home. I think I think they actually stomp him pretty good. I'll be honest. Real? Oh, is this your pick for blowout of the week? No, this is not my pick for blowout of the week, but I do think they stomp them pretty good. Oh, okay. So I agree with you that there's just something. Now, see, we say this. There's just, it looks like something's off when Derek Carr plays with the Saints. It doesn't look like he has the same pop or zip when he plays he, against the, or when he, like he used to play with the Raiders. I like his connection to Olave, I think. And then there's the other guy, the Shahid. I think they have some pretty decent weapons. And then obviously you have Taysom Hill and the running back from the Lions we were just talking about. But when this team gets back Kamara, I think they're going to be much deadlier than they are now. And they're still a 2-0 and team. Yeah, but you know, because it's important to have a good running back when apparently running backs don't, exist in this league anymore <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly fuck off. all the good teams right now have like a legit run offense but yeah. uh but yeah they're still 10th passing in the league but again i always hate how they rank passing and stuff like this because it's just by yards it's not by like how efficient the passing game is or how good the passing game looks because they have to pass the eye test for me yeah, Carr's thrown a lot of yards, like not that many touchdowns, not that many intercept. Or I think he's thrown one touchdown, like two interceptions. And there's a lot of a lot of his throws are very nerve wracking. Like they just don't look clean. He doesn't look like he's protecting the football. He looks flat, and he looks flat behind that offense. Yeah, I do think the Saints' defense is legit. I think surprisingly, the all the NFC teams without the Panthers, I'm uh, saying the Buccaneers, the Saints, and the uh, the Falcons, all their defenses look pretty legit. And I don't think I can name ten guys on any of those offense or defenses combined. But I'm picking the Saints to go three and zero. I just think. Green Bay's defense hasn't looked as great as I thought they would have, especially against the Falcons last week. I was like, right. how are they losing this game? I just don't trust Goff. I just can't. Or not Goff. Uh, uh, Carr. Uh, Carr. Just don't trust him. Yeah. 
I do like what I've seen from Jordan Love. I do agree with you there, but the Packers defense is the reason why I'm picking the Saints in this game. I just think they will control the clock and win that game. Let's go on to the next one. The 0-2 Houston Texans at the 1-1 Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, Thoughts on this game, Casino? Because this looks like a game I will watch probably none of because... Um. I think the Jaguars, Jaguars need this game. Uh, Trevor yeah. Lawrence needs this game. Yeah, no, take that back. Jaguars need this game. Trevor Lawrence <laughs> is going to be fine. Trevor Lawrence is, is he's still, in my opinion, a top tier, top tier quarterback. He just needs put him on 10, you know, any of the top 10 teams in the league and they could win the Super Bowl. Like, I agree with you. Yeah. I, so I'm going to go Jags just simply because they have Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, I do like from what the Texans, what C.J. Stroud has shown. I think it's a toss-up right now between him and Anthony Richardson as who is the better quarterback right now coming out of this class. I think they both have looked way better than Bryce Young. And it's not like the Texans have all this. I think the Colts got lucky with they got a great offensive head coach and he kind of he had last year with Hertz. Now he has Richardson and it looks like he kind of just transitioned that offense to two very similar players. Now with the Texans, I don't think they have any weapons, especially <laughs> like you the think? Panthers and them, I think are, are neutral when it comes to what talent they have on offense. And CJ Strout just looks infinitely better than Bryce young. He looks like an NFL quarterback and Bryce young doesn't, uh, but the Texans right now, they're six in the league in passing. They have no rushing attack whatsoever, which is great because I have Damian Pierce on my money league uh, fantasy football team. I would never have touched him. Shit. I well, I, he, him. well, everybody kept letting him go. And then I was the last pick in the round. And it just got to the point where it was like he was ranked 10th ahead of the next guy. And I was just like, who, okay. Who was the next guy? I want to see how bad to you be honest, I do not remember, but it was some <laughs> guy where I was like, he's going to be better than him. And so far he probably has not been, but all that being said, I'm still taking the Jaguars. Uh, I didn't like at all what I saw. I watched that whole chiefs Jags game and I didn't like anything I saw from the Jaguars. Their defense was eh. But their offense, which I thought would be electric, especially with Calvin Ridley, just looked anemic. Uh, but I'm with you. I think Trevor Lawrence especially needs this game as a bounce back game to kind of assert himself back in the what we thought would be the MVP conversation. So I'm picking Jaguars as well. Let's move on to the next game on the docket, which is the Denver Broncos at the Miami Dolphins. 0-2 Denver, 2-0 Miami. This is my pick for blowout of the week. I think the, the Dolphins murder the Broncos. Uh, you're on mute, Casino. Yep, yep. Sorry, I was talking to the wife about the, about the new baby. Um, <laughs> um, so you said we're, we're on the which game? Dolphins. Uh, the Dolphins and Broncos, I said Dolphins – uh, absolutely murder them. Blow out of the week. This is my pick. Okay. I mean, I don't know. That's not my blow out of the week. Um, but I am going to say dolphins as well. Um, I like, I Hill's been killing it for me. 
He's been winning me games. So I've had somebody tried. I've I've had two different trades on Casino's Fantasy Corner trying to get me to get rid of Hill. And like they're giving <laughs> me they're like they're there's a few where I'm like I get rid of Hill, but I get security blankets for every every position. Like good steady steady middle of the road. But I'm like no, I'm just gonna try to figure this out. But everybody's been giving me like decent uh, decent trade looks. Like I've I've cross cross referenced them with my brother who's really good at fantasy football. He's in like five leagues and he wins like three of them every year. And I cross referenced with that. And he's like, I don't know, that's a tough call. And I'm like, all right. But I've stuck <laughs> with Hill. I, I like him. I do think this is going to be a pretty bad beatdown. Um, but. I don't think it's going to be my blowout of the week, but I'm calling Dolphins. You're right. Uh, yeah, I just think uh, from what we've seen from Hill, uh, I mean, he's on pace right now, and I think he could, you know, God forbid an injury or something like happens to Tua no. or yeah, anything you, like you that. Yeah, you just did it. You just did it. No, I, I don't want that to happen. I think this I know, Dolphins but you just team... called it out. You put it out in the ether. It, when this happens, they're going to they're gonna search down this podcast. I mean, it's not going to be hard to find because we're the only one. That's but true. they're they're gonna they're gonna find this, and you're gonna hear from Hill's lawyers. I guarantee it. <laughs> it's gonna happen. Uh, I'm more worried about Tua going down than I am Hill, but still, that's the the worry. But I will say, I mean, he is you, you know pace. all about concussions now. That's true. I did. I've been in. Oh, I haven't said this on this podcast. No, because you I, forgot. You have short term memory. Uh, that's true. I have been in two two fender benders both from me being at a dead stop at lights within six days of each other the second one uh i went to a chiropractor because my neck and back are all fucked up from it and he said that oh yeah after that happened you had a mild concussion because you had all these memory loss issues and i was like oh well that would have been nice to know when i was doing that What's, but, what's memory yeah i was like who are you where am i what's my name and then i had to relearn all that uh but, i don't know anything but i have watched this only sports podcast like it, that was true. easy to find yeah so now the only thing i know is my name sports and that we're the only sports podcast and really what else do i need to know right exactly. uh but uh i so will I'm expect- say i'm expecting next episode that you have your back brace and your head brace on that you're supposed to be wearing yes i am supposed to be wearing a neck brace and a back brace right now but i didn't want to wear a neck brace on the show and the back brace uh, only feels good when i stand up when i sit down i'm like what is the point of this uh but uh the dolphins the number two offense in the league i think the most shocking thing is they actually kind of have a rushing attack this year with uh i always i can never say his fucking name it's like mozart or something it's mozart mozart m-o-s-t-e-r-t monster it's monster i believe I don't know, but Mostert uh, actually looks pretty damn good, especially in their first two games. Hill is obviously on pace for a record-setting season by a wide receiver. And then Tua, Tua is like Jared Goff, where everybody is just like, oh yeah, I guess he's okay. And then you're just like, what more does he need to do to be like, we always talk about like top five guys, and it's just like, Right now, I would put Goff and Tua in the top five over like a Burrow or a Lawrence, just in terms of what they've done this season. This year. Yeah. Yeah. 
like, but we still have to, but everybody acts like, oh, well, the best quarterback in the league, like throwing the ball is Justin Herbert. And then it's just like, why? Like, okay, we've said that about Rodgers for 10 years. He has one Super Bowl. Why do I give a shit if you're the best, like, throwing quarterback? Can you win the games? No. That's what I want. They all want to live up to the Rodgers expectations of just winning MVPs, bro. Yeah, like, I don't give a shit about those. I'd rather have the worst quarterback in the league who has five Super Bowls than have the best quarterback in the league who never gets past, like, the divisional round. Like, so why do we do that? Like, I don't get why we do so, this. So what you want, you, you want Super Bowl 50 Broncos where you have – a stellar defense and a quarterback who can't throw. I'll, if if it wins me the Super Bowl, I'd take that over an Aaron Rodgers thirteen and three Packers team that loses in the divisional round every year. Yeah. I take that a hundred out of a hundred times. But then I, you can just be I still like, watch oh, that we have Super the best Bowl, quarterback. I've rewatched that Super Bowl. You know, probably maybe no joke. I I like rewatching games, um, especially in yeah. Patriot games, but. I did rewatch about I don't know about eight months ago. I rewatched that Broncos, uh, pan, uh, yeah, Broncos Panthers Super Bowl. Yeah, and man, Von Miller, like that was probably one of the most. That was probably one of the best defensive performances by a single player in just NFL history. Was that game absolutely well, outstanding? Well, it's also crazy that the the dude one... stripped the the dude literally ripped the ball out of a guy's hand and walked it into the end zone. <laughs> yeah. Well, also the one fumble where Cam Newton didn't die for the fumble, right. that kind of ended his NFL career. He yeah. was never the same after that. that Everybody That's why when that the Patriots moment. picked him up, I was like, "Oh no, we got we got pussyfoot uh <laughs> we got pussyfoot Cam Newton here." And dude, he was they... 15 uh, okay. and 1 that season. Quick side rant, quick side rant. If they used him the way that they were supposed to use him, the Patriots, he'd have been great. He's a running quarterback. Don't let him throw the ball. His arm was done. He can't throw the ball. Run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. You sign him for a one-year contract. You don't have him long-term. I know this is shitty to say, but if he gets injured, okay, he gets injured. Run him. They never ran him. We lost. We suck. Speaking of I'm not salty. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. speaking of sucks uh it is a whoa 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 don't, i don't even know your personal life here i'm wearing a neck brace for other reasons as well uh next hey. up two teams that uh suck and nobody can explain why they suck it is the owen two los angeles chargers at the owen two minnesota vikings maybe the most one of the most intriguing <sighs> games between two teams that haven't won a game all season uh the both these teams though the chargers right now have the 31st ranked defense the vikings have the 32nd ranked rushing attack they traded for cam Akers from the rams which i didn't like cam Akers Mm. on the rams so i don't know what he's gonna do on this vikings team uh I like what I've seen from the Vikings. I don't like anything I've seen from the Chargers. I'm picking Vikings in this game, Casino. Who are you picking? Um, that's totally fair, but I'm going – I'm going to give the Chargers, who I thought was going to be a wild card team, one more shot to get their heads out their asses. So, <laughs> like, one shot, one opportunity. Yeah. That's, I'm going to leave it there so we don't get copyrighted. Mom's um, spaghetti. <laughs> That does sound good. Now I'm hungry. <laughs> Lunch sounds good. Um, but I am going to go Chargers. They, they have one chance, one more chance to show me that 
you know, I'm not an idiot, but I'm probably an idiot. But you know what? I'm blaming all my losses. Like I'm in my mind, I'm I've won every game, but I've <laughs> I'm blaming it all on having my my son and being sleep deprived and all the things. Yeah. Yep. I'm, you don't have an excuse. I mean, well, I guess you do now. Damn it. Why do you always have to one up me? Why do you always have to one up me? Like, yeah, I had, an, I, I had an excuse for at least what I was going to say. And I'm going to say it. I had an excuse for why my picks have been so bad. And I was going to say, you don't have an excuse. But now you do have an excuse. You do have an excuse. Yay, head trauma. Yay. <laughs> Yay, head trauma. You have an excuse now. <laughs> but you've been doing it all year this year. Like, you've been one upping me on everything. Dude, How that, that time that I got, I won, I hit the royal flush, right? Hit the royal flush at the bar. And I was like, yeah, I won like 1200 bucks. This is awesome. And then a week later, you're like, hey, I hit on Caveman Kino. I won five grand. I'm like, go fuck That's yourself. And I'm announcing it here. I'm actually having two babies at the moment. Twins. <laughs> <laughs> so... Sorry to one up you again, but it's just that's how life is. <laughs> but uh, uh speaking <laughs> of the uh Chargers, so obviously they la- lost last <laughs> week in OT to the Titans. That game was brutal to watch. They lost week 1 in a shootout to the uh Dolphins, but both those games just dumb coaching decisions, dumb fourth quarter just like plays and execution and I don't trust the Chargers team at all both these teams last year kind of got lucky especially the Vikings we talked about on one score right, but okay but you did did you you did just say the Vikings have the 32nd um worst run defense correct no run offense oh run offense got it and so Cam Akers I don't I don't think Cam Akers is going to come in and do anything. I don't know why they would make that trade, but that that clearly shows they saw that they had a problem, tried to fix the problem, and who knows? Maybe they have because if they at least get up to the 20th ranked offense uh, in terms of rushing, at least they'll have a more balanced attack than just let me throw the ball at Hawkinson and Justin Jefferson Gosh, 30 times this game. Yeah, I don't know. I really do not know why the uh, Lions traded him away. I have no if idea. If he was Hawkinson. on this Lions team right now, he their offense would be even better than it is now. My Super Bowl pick would have been uh, justified. <laughs> I mean, it's it still is, still is. Uh, hey, that offense is so good. Yeah, but anyway. <laughs> now, next up, uh, ugh. The 0-2 New England Patriots at the 1-1 Zach Wilson-led New York Jets. Oh, man. This is going to be uh, a I mean, barn burner. Ugh, this looks – this is a gross well, game. So I'm just going to go first. I've been going back and forth on this, on who my pick is going to be, um, mainly because with Casino's Fantasy Corner, I do have the Bills defense and I have the Patriots defense. And I like how the commanders have been playing. But typically the Patriots defense absolutely wrecks this Jets defense. But again, as I said, keeping up with the Joneses. I've been watching every episode of keeping up with the Joneses. (laughs) And the entire Patriots, like absolute studs when it comes to interceptions and basically that own this Jets team are all injured. With that being said... I'm still going Patriots because 
Bill Belichick is just so good against this team. I know the Jets are, are so much better than they they have been, but I don't. I think that he knows how to go after Zach Wilson, regardless who's playing the position. That I do think the Patriots are going to pull this one off finally, get a W. But uh, I think it's going to be tough to watch this game. But I think Bill's going to do enough to disrupt Zach Wilson. Um, just to maybe have the Patriots offense do something. <laughs> but uh, I'm going Patriots in this one just because Belichick against the Jets, against Zach Wilson, is outstanding. So, yeah. I think this is, uh, I think this, uh, this team, when it comes to the Jets, is kind of ironically in the same boat as the Packers is for me, which is. Obviously, their offense, the Packers' offense is much better, but I thought this Jets' defense would be much better just based off what we saw last year. And they've kind of, that first game against the Bills really feels like an anomaly and just because of the atmosphere and, like, how that game, you know, started and the emotion and blah, 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 blah. So the next game, we see the Jets against the Cowboys. Kind of just an ugly game, but... The offense you expect to be ugly. The defense, however, you expect to step up and be like kind of like we were talking about with that Broncos team where it's like elite defense kind of carry the offense with you. And they've kind of shrunken when they should be rising to the occasion. They're only uh, ranked right now. They're 19th in the league in total defense, obviously 31st in passing because you have – uh, that motherfucker as the quarterback, but God, I love him though. <laughs> I hate watching him play quarterback. And I think Bill Belichick, I don't care if he's Owen two. I don't care if he's Owen 16. There's no <laughs> money on the planet. No odds on the planet. You can give me where it'll be like Zach Wilson versus Bill Belichick defense. And Zach Wilson wins regardless, who, regardless who's on defense, like just regardless who's on defense. Uh, Bill Belichick could be coaching my son and other 12 year olds to play defense against Zach Wilson. And I'm still not putting money on Zach Wilson to beat a Bill Belichick defense. So I'm going with the Patriots, but I think this game is going to be ugly, 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 like 14 to 10, like, or like 10 to seven, right? Like 10 to three. I just think it's going to be brutal, brutal, but I'm still picking the Patriots next up. Dare I say sneaky good game, Casino. Sneaky good game. The 1-1 Buffalo Bills at the 2-0 Washington Commanders. This is going to be a good one. This I feel like this is going to be a pretty damn good game. This this is one of my favorite games of the week. Yeah, and who would have thought? Like, week (laughs) three Bills Commanders would be a barn burner. And the Commanders would be 2-0 where the Bills were had a worse record. Uh but give this a quick talk over. I've got to go check on my son who's a little whining whining, but go for it, but I've got I got stuff I want to say on this one too. So go. You got it. So the bu- uh the Buffalo Bills, we obviously saw them week 1 against that weird Jets team we talked about. They got redemption last week against the Raiders, completely uh just decimated that Raiders team, which I don't think is a bad Raiders team. So the fact that they did that in the way they did that is even more impressive to me. The bills right now, sixth in offense, fifth in defense, uh, 
exactly kind of why I was trying to make the case at the beginning of the season, like why I wasn't going to pick the Bills. And then I just looked at all their stats, all their playmakers, all their offense and defensive personnel. And it was just like, this can't be a bad team. So I do think week one will be the week one game we kind of look back on and be like, remember that? That was weird that like Josh Allen had that bad of a game. But then we go to the flip side of the commanders and we've seen Patrick Mahomes not look like Patrick Mahomes this season. However, we've seen Eric Bieniemy transform Sam Howell into a pretty damn good quarterback. So that's, that's where I wanted to talk about. So, so maybe I know this is blasphemy, but maybe the key to having a really good offense is having a really good offensive coordinator. Uh, and they're kind of similar in terms of, would you rather have a really good quarterback or a really good like scheme and coordinator? Like it's kind of 50, 50 because everybody always says, uh, Josh Allen at his best years when he had Brian Dayball right? Jalen Hurts had an MVP season last year when he had Strickland, who is now on the Colts just doing the same thing with, I think, less, you know, talent on that roster. So my pick for this one, Casino, I still am going the Bills, but I really do feel like this is going to be like a pretty damn good game. Your thoughts? Um, I'm going Bills um, because, yes, the Jets beat the Bills in week one. But as you said, and you alluded to that, it was the the moment was just so right for the Jets to win that game with Rodgers going out, you know, Battle of New York. It, it just felt like the Jets were going to win that game. Like, yeah. I mean, it didn't, but then it did like real mm-hmm. fast. Um, and then, you know, then the next week, Bills absolutely blow out the Raiders um, and the commanders. They they haven't played. They played Arizona. You know, they played Arizona and then they played um, uh, uh, Broncos. So, and he looked, and you're right, as you're talking about it, he looked so good. I'm talking about Hal. Sam Hal looked so good against the Broncos. Um, almost, he had 300 yards, two touchdowns. I do think that he is much better than we we thought he was going to be. I mean, we, we thought the commanders were going to be pretty good. I do re- remember us saying that. Yeah. But it was all going to be going on to the playoffs. Yeah but it was going to be how Sam Howell played and and how he could do. And so far he's looked really, really good. However, I am going to go bills um, just because I think week one was an anomaly. They absolutely blew out uh, the Raiders, um, which isn't saying much because there's still a big question mark for me, but the bills, the bills have to, they have to be better than um, better than what they showed at the first game. So I'm going to ride with the bills. But I think the commanders are going to make this a good game. And I would say Sam Howell, Sam Howell still has a really good game in this. Um, so, and now I'm talking myself into, I, like I said, I have have the Bills defense, but I think Sam Howell is going to play well. That I, I'm going to put the Patriots back in. I'm going to put the Patriots defense back in. <laughs> just have to. But I, I, I just mean, have to. Belichick, Belichick against Wilson. It's just, yep, I'm, I'm doing it now, actually. I'm doing it now. Oh, shit. Live on the air. Live on the air. Uh, I will say there is a chance that Brees Hall and Dalvin Cook just cook you guys for like 200 yards and Zach Wilson throws for like 113 yards. And then I'm like, okay, I can see that. But if Zach Wilson were having him throw. The the Patriots run defense hasn't been bad. It's 
they always they they play the way that the Bill Pelichick plays, where it's Ben don't break. However, that is not working when you don't have an offense. You know, yeah. So that's where I'm at. Is yep, I'm doing it now. I'm doing it now. <laughs> I'm doing it now. Uh, so fuck we're it, both we'll picking the Bills. We'll, we'll fuck <laughs> it. We'll do it live. But I'll tell you what, but uh, Bills. Done. Bills, Commanders, it's Chargers, done. Vikings, and then Falcons, Lions, all at 10 a.m. Those are going to – and also Colts, Ravens. Like, those are four games in the morning. It's like, I want to watch all those. Uh, well, now but, you can. Yeah, and now I'm going to. I'll put Red Zone on my phone, and then I'll uh, put those four games in the screens. Dude, I – we're not getting paid by YouTube to say this, but I'm going to say this. I love – I love the YouTube streaming for football, um, the Sunday ticket. The They give you literally like 30 options because they give you, if you want to watch just these three games and then, or these four games, and they put different games up there with red zone. And it is something that really nice. direct TV could never fucking do. Like direct TV would literally just be like, we're going to just put, these random four games up here and then we're going to give you another option where there's the other four games and then it's just like okay but what if i want to watch these two and those two and then they'd be like well you're shit out of luck because for whatever reason we're only doing these two options and it was just like you can't do where every combination of game is on the screen for what reason and then youtube came in and they were like not only can we do four games but we can also do three games and then you also get red zone Dude. so now it's like it's game changing i think it's Dude, great. i i love it i i was glued to the tv the first two yeah. weeks um Ugh. anyway so that's a shout out to them yeah but, uh, i completely agree i'm going bills uh, yeah call it there. uh let's move to now the morning games to the afternoon games a much less interesting slate uh we start with the bryce young less Carolina Panthers uh, facing the one and one Seattle Seahawks. I just think, I think, is this your pick for blowout of the week? Because this might be my blowout of the week. This is my pick for blowout of the week. Yeah. Seahawks. uh, I just don't like what I've seen from the Panthers. Even with Bryce Young in, they were 32nd in the league uh, in passing. So they're the worst passing offense. Again, I don't know who he is supposed to throw to. They have nobody. I don't like that offensive line. I don't like their running backs. Their defense is eighth in the league. And when I watch the Panthers play, I am like, I can't Ow. name anybody on this defense, but their defense is pretty damn good. No, I, I do think um, Geno Smith is going gonna, is gonna to cook him. I think he's going to absolutely go after him. Yeah, I do like what I've seen from Geno Smith too. I think he's uh, that first game also might have been an anomaly because the Rams might be good. So, exactly. I was literally about to say that. I was like, you know, Geno Smith wasn't bad, but he just didn't have a lot going. I mean, he was 16 for 26 that game, uh, 112 yards, one TD. Uh, But still, like, I I think Geno Smith is going to absolutely roll roll this uh, uh, Panthers team. Yeah, Just so the them. Panthers, their number one wide receiver is Adam Thielen. He looked Cook two years and I, ago. And yeah, I was going to say, and Adam Thielen. Nobody in my league, it's a 12-man league, with an OP and a flex option, Adam Thielen is not picked up by anybody. 
Yeah, which is shocking. I had, I had Jonathan again, Mingo picked up, and I dropped him finally. But yeah. I was going to say, if, if Bryce Young was going to throw it to anybody who was going to make an impact, was going to be Jonathan Mingo as a rookie coming in and be like, oh, he's a star, which I think he's a good player, but not on this team. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and then they're running backs. They got Miles Sanders, who I think is fine, but I also think that a lot of his success in Philadelphia is – because of the Philadelphia oh, offensive line, offensive line, mean, and just saw they, DeAndre he was part Swift. of a three-headed monster. So. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I like Hubbard, uh, their backup running back. I like Sanders. I'm not saying I don't like Sanders, but I'm saying I don't think this Panthers offensive line is going to be of any help to either Bryce Young or that rushing attack. Uh, the Seahawks, on the other hand, we just saw them beat the Lions, who we both think are a playoff caliber team. So. Yeah, I just think I in, agree in, with in you. an OT shootout, like and yeah. what and what Geno Smith did in that OT, he didn't let the Lions get the ball back. He just went down. He he yeah. was just like, oh, I can win the game right now. I'm gonna go do that. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to the next game. I mean, this one also. We have three contenders for blowout of the week. The two and zero Dallas Cowboys going to the zero and two Arizona Cardinals. The Cowboys right now have the number one defense in the league, the ninth rushing attack in the league, 21st in the league in passing because Dak has basically not had to do anything in two blowouts against two bad teams. So uh, this is going to be this. This feels like it's going to be 49ers and Giants level where it's just like everybody knows it's going to be a blowout. It's going to be a blowout. Like, yeah. And did you know that the Cowboys, they're going to go to the Super Bowl? (laughs) <laughs> I mean, oh, but let this will be the spot to talk about it. Uh, Diggs tore his ACL in practice casino. Uh, you hate, even as a Cowboys hater, obviously, I've said this a million times, I never want to see a player get injured. Right. Same I with always, me with Rodgers. Like, as soon as yeah. he went down and I heard that it was a, a Achilles tear, I was just like, ugh. Yeah, because then it doesn't feel good. I want the no. Eagles to beat the 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 Cowboys. Wanted, yep. With when they're at full strength. Yeah, That's and I one. wanted Rodgers. Well, you you want that because you don't want the Cowboys to be smack talking when they lose. But yes. I wanted Rodgers, and I wanted Rodgers just to lose because I wanted Rodgers to lose. I want yeah, I wanted exactly. him just to play bad. Yeah. Uh, my kid is fussing again, um, so I'm going Cowboys. Um, which one's the next game? And I'll just tell you my pick real quick. Uh, let's see. So yeah, there's nothing to really talk about in this game. It's going to be a blowout. Uh, next up is bears at chiefs chiefs. And I'll let you continue. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so next one also, this one should be blowout of the week, but again, that chiefs offense now, hopefully a game after getting Travis Kelsey back, it will, We'll see the Chiefs of old. I mean, they still have Andy Reid, so we can't give Eric Bieniemy all the credit because obviously we've talked about it on this podcast. Andy Reid, probably the most gifted offensive coach, maybe in NFL history, right, with his schemes and and how he is able to tailor offenses around what he has. And what he has right now is Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey Maybe potentially when it's all said and done, the greatest quarterback ever. Maybe when it's potentially said and done, the greatest tight end ever. The Bears, however, on the other side, you have Justin Fields. You're still on uh, this? I thought you were just going to pick, make your pick. <laughs> no, I was vamping. <laughs> but you have 
Justin Fields telling reporters that maybe it's coaching that is why they're bad. Uh, they're making him think too much. I've, you know how I've, I've been trying to be on the Justin Fields like Dude, you and train both. of like I want him to be good. I want like I like him. As soon as that interview came out, I'm like, oh gosh, here we go. We got Kyler Murray all over again. <laughs> like, well, when you listen, and people were like, you got to listen to the whole context of it. You got to listen to the whole context of it. No. And the whole context of no. it was like. My coaches don't know how to use me and they're bad, which is why we're bad because I just want to play my game. And you're kind of just like, weren't you playing your game last year and you guys still won three games? Like, it just feels like there's also, I mean, there's there's clips of last week where there's wide open receivers standing in the end zone or streaking up the field, basically being like, how the fuck do you not see me? And Justin Fields looking straight at him. And then he just like runs straight into the line or like throws an interception or incompletion. And it's kind of just like, I can defend you to a certain point, but when you have quarterback protected guy wide open, you're looking right at him and you decide to tuck the ball and run. It's one of those situations where it's just like, what's the defense of that? I don't get like, why he wouldn't uh you know attempt a uh attempt that throw who cares you're gonna be you're oh and two uh but i was saying uh this should be a blowout of the week but i don't know the chiefs just have not looked like they have all their uh ducks in a row especially when you always see those stats where it's like Andy Reid in September is like undefeated and they always like outscore their opponents like a million to zero and then they're kind of just I didn't like at all what I saw from the Chiefs against that Jags team uh do you think this game will be a blowout or do you just think it'll be like a Chiefs win but not as impressive as it should be not as impressive as it should be. Um, I think that's what it's going to be. But if I, this may be their turning point, but I agree with you. Something's just been off about them. The first two games Yeah. that, I mean, even with, even with the loss to the lions, like the lions are a good offense. Um, and then, you know, they, they, I like the Jaguars more than you do, but you know, you still didn't, play all that great i watched a lot of that game and i was still just like eh, something's off something's off so they could potentially like this could be where they get all their ducks in the row as you're saying but i'm not there to say that yet so i think it's not going to be a blowout they'll win they'll win handfully you know by probably two scores but i don't think it's going to be you know a 40 to zero blowout yeah i agree i think this is much like we've talked about with the Jaguars earlier, this is the make right game, right? Like this is the, uh, it's been kind of choppy, but you were going against an opponent that is 27th in the league in offense, 27th in defense in the league. It's, it's clearly, I think at this point, the worst team in the league. So you're defending Super Bowl champions. You're still the 10th offense in the league, 12th defense in the league. You should dominate these guys on both sides of the ball. So, We'll see. But again, this Chiefs team, even when they're super talented, they lost to that Colts team last year. And it was just like, nobody saw that coming. So if Bears beat this Chiefs team, especially after the week the Bears have had, like with off or with defensive coordinators getting fired for 
weird shit that I'm sure will come out by next podcast where we'll be like, holy shit. Like, yeah. So this should be a blowout, uh, but I'm with you. I don't know if it should be. Oh, weird Sunday night game this week. Steelers at Raiders. Not feel like a Sunday night game. This sounds like a terrible, terrible game. Uh, One and one Pittsburgh Steelers at the one and one Las Vegas Raiders. Even after the Steelers won last week, Casino, this is officially me revoking my Steelers bandwagon pick. I'm off the Steelers. I don't think they're making the playoffs. <laughs> I'm I'm just out. I'm off the bandwagon. That's fine. I okay. That's that's fine. Um, but I will jump in here. I do think the Steelers win this game. Ooh. Okay. I think the Raiders are just bad. The Raiders are bad. Yes, they got blown out by Buffalo and they barely beat the Broncos in week one, but we've already established the Broncos are still not good. So yeah. I I can't see the Steelers. I mean, and the and the Steelers played tough against the Browns. Yes, I thought the Browns could win that game if they had Chubb, but you know that's how football goes. And I do like Tomlin. Um, I do like Tomlin more than I I I like Josh McDaniels. So that's that's where I'm at yeah. with that. I'm going to take the Steelers because um, I've been open about it. I don't think Josh McDaniels was he wasn't my favorite person on the Patriots either. I thought that offense was good because of Tom Brady, not because of Josh uh, Josh McDaniels. So I'm going Steelers on this one, but this is not me saying the Steelers are good. I just think the Raiders are this bad. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm kind of right there with you. Where Stop I agreeing with me, <laughs> but I am I am picking the Raiders. Okay, I'm not picking the Steelers. They because from what we've seen from the Steelers again. It falls into the Jets and Packers category, which is uh, there are question marks about the offense, right? It was, can Kenny Pickett lead this offense? I had no question marks about the defense. I was like, this defense is going to be elite. It's going to be great. So far, two weeks into the season, they're 29th in the league in defense. Mm -hmm. And they've played, again, they got the short end of the stick and played what looks to be the best team in the 49ers week one. But week two, you get to Sean Watson, no Nick Chubb, and still the Browns offense is like moving the ball up and down the field, and I don't know how they were doing it. And they might have done it because the Steelers' defense is not good. So and this I is just a battle of happens. the battle of the shitty teams. Let's go. Yeah, and I think the, off, the offense is the Steelers are 31st in the league. The Raiders are 30th. So this is going to be a brutal game to watch. Dude, this is going to be a rough Sunday night game. I can't this believe is, this is not flexed. Uh, maybe they can't flex it until a certain week into the season. But right. ugh. And then to make matters worse. So I'm picking the Raiders. You're picking the Steelers on that one. To make matters worse, why are we doing double header Monday night games that start within an hour of each other? Why are we doing this? Why aren't we doing what the NBA does where it's you have an East coast game followed by a West coast game. Why are we starting them both at the same time? This makes no sense. It's stupid. The first one is (laughs) my Philadelphia Eagles two and O at the shockingly two and O Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And I said it on last podcast when I was reviewing the games casino, I watched all of that bucks bears game. I really like this Buccaneers team. I really like their defense. I think Baker Mayfield is back. Uh, I like their weapons with God or Godwin and Mike Evans having a breakout game. 
I like this Buccaneers team. I really do. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I have no no issues with that that as well. Um, I'm going Bucks. Um, Ooh. I'm going Bucks because I'm just I I know the like, the Eagles should win this game. Like I love the Eagles. The Eagles should win this this game. They really should. But I'm going Bucks because I'm you trying to put it. You said you love the Eagles. I'm going to clip that and play that everywhere. Please go on. (laughs) Time stamping where I can get you saying that. And please continue talking. (laughs) Uh, I don't know if I should. um, Because I'm about to say it. I like Baker Mayfield. Time stamp that. Um, But uh, I I need him to play well for me in fantasy. Because I'm already down 10 points. Um, I played Kittle last night and he owned me. So um, I, I need a big game from... I need a big game from uh, from my boy Baker. He, I haven't seen as many commercials, man. He's focused this year. I like it. That's true. He Let's was like, go. you know what? I'm gonna only do three commercials this year instead of 57. And now all of a sudden, look, he's on a two and O team. Yeah. I I do think uh, again, you can say this about every team, but the I Eagles think should, yeah. Eagles should win. I'm picking Bucks. Um, yeah. And then I'm gonna go to the next game real quick, and then because. My son's getting up. I probably need to uh, pacify yeah, him up. and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, Brittany's taking a nap, which she deserves. I mean, definitely yeah. deserves. Yeah, she had a human cut out of her the other day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Bengals Rams. I have to pick the Bengals because they they're my Super Bowl pick, and they have to show up. They just have to show up now. If they if they go zero and three, like I'm. I would say bench Burrow to let him heal for the rest of the year. Yeah. This is going to be shocking so. to you before you get out of here. Let me read you this. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm coming right back, but the Rams right now, third in offense, sixth in defense, fourth in passing. The Bengals, 32nd in offense, 26th in defense, 30th in passing. You could have given me a million dollars beforehand to bet on which of these two teams would have those stats going into week three of the season. I would have put it all on the Bengals. Like he I thought like the Rams he, he were sounds like he stopped fussing, so we're good. I'm going to stay. Um, but, but yeah, I, I, I Bengals have to win this game. So I'm going with them. Would I be shocked if the Rams won this game because they're better than we thought they were going to be for some reason they're playing well, maybe, Maybe Stafford finally took, uh, you know, his kids, his kids to Disneyland. I'm talking about, you know, his younger teammates, his teammates. took his, <laughs> yeah. took his kids to Disneyland and they, they had a hoot, you know, they, they, they rode the water, water ride together. You know, they did all the things. He bought them ice cream. Maybe he connected with them and cause they're playing all right. I don't know. Something uh, happened. Splash Mountain is actually closed at the moment because yeah. they're turning it into Princess and the Frog. So they, you know what? Princess and I'm, I'm really, I'm really excited for that because I love Princess and the Frog. I, I think it's a stellar movie. I love, I little look into Casino's life. I love jazz music. I love New Orleans. You've talked really? about New Orleans. You've talked about New Orleans being one of your favorite places you've ever been to. Yeah, like it's high up on my list. One of my, I would probably say top three. Um, let's see. Uh, top three things of all time um, on my what I need to do before I die is go to New Orleans, go to a jazz lounge and listen to either jazz and blues till morning hits. Like yeah. I, I love, I love it. Um, 
So I'm really excited for that ride. That I'm I'm excited. That's going to be a fun fun ass ride. Plus beignets can't go wrong. I'm sure they have can't plenty of beignets around there. Yeah, they're going to have uh, a this, You know what? I did not know any of the thing you just said. And this entire time, I've been friend a friend with you for over a decade at this point. You didn't know I, I thought, like jazz. No, I thought you were uncultured swine this entire time, and now oh. I find out you're a classy gentleman. I should have known the day you showed up in a suit on this podcast. I should have known, but <laughs> blown away still. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, that was uh, that honestly took my breath away, Casino. What you just said right now. Uh, right. Put that in the group chat. I guarantee you, everyone will be as shocked as I am that you just said that. Uh, but uh, as far as the two Monday night games, you're right in the sense that the Eagles should win this game, but the Buccaneers <laughs> have looked better. I think they they beat the Vikings in a one-score game, which is kind of just what the Vikings are, right? A keep-it-close team that, based on last year, they win at the end. Based on this year, they lose at the end. So I don't know how good the Vikings are. I just know this Bucks team beat them. Now, I do know from watching the Bucks last week that the Bears are really bad and they make their opponents look good, which is why I think the, the Chiefs will look pretty damn good this week against them. Now, that being said, how good is this Buccaneers team? I don't know because I don't trust the first two games. How good is this Eagles team? I don't know because I don't trust the first two games. I mean, they that Patriots game was weird. That Done. Vikings game, <laughs> that Vikings <laughs> game last week, also weird. <laughs> Kirk Cousins in prime time put up one of the best stat lines you're going to see. So I don't trust this Eagles defense at all. I think the Bucks offense is pretty legit. All this to say, I am picking the Eagles to win, and this is maybe the pick of the week I have the least confidence in. I just think. No, I gotta pick the. I gotta. I'm changing my pick, Casino. I gotta pick the Bucks to win. There's no reason why this Eagles team should win with what I've seen from them this season. And I just told you, I watched all that Bucks game last week, and I was like, this Bucks team is really fucking good, and I like how they play. I haven't liked what I've seen from the Eagles, unless again. Hurts snaps back into what he was last year, or they just rush for 200 yards again against a Bucks defense right now that's ninth in the league. I'm picking the Buccaneers as well. I don't like it. This isn't me doing reverse jinx. I just think the Bucks have shown me more and looked better than this mm-hmm. Eagles team. Uh, yeah, so I'm picking the Buccaneers. However, on Monday night, I am picking the Rams. I just think when you look at what the Rams are this season, I just think they're infinitely better in every category than the Bengals. And we want the Bengals to be good, but clearly Joe Burrow's messed up. That defense is a shell of its former self. And then I don't know what they are at all. So for the Monday night games, I'm going Buccaneers and Rams. You're going Buccaneers and Bengals. Uh, I think both I think one of these two games should have been the Sunday night game, right? Because then you could have either Eagles Bucks for Sunday night and then Rams, Bengals, Steelers, Raiders. You could have done the West Coast, East Coast game, but what do I fucking know? Uh 
All right, Casino. We have gone long. Uh, the only oh. game. No. Uh, We're talking some college. I'm making sure we talk some college. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I wanted to talk college before we got out of here. The big game, obviously, this week, which I want to get your opinion on. Week four of college football is uh, the noon game or 12:30 game tomorrow. Number 19, Colorado, at number 10, Oregon. How good do you think this Colorado team is? Because right now, the line for this game, I believe, the last time I checked it, it was uh, 20 to going to Oregon. So the betters think Oregon wins by 20. Your thoughts? Um. I would take Colorado um, to best that. Um, I still think Oregon will win this. Um, but yes, they almost lost to Colorado State. Uh, Colorado did. But that's an in-state rival. You know Colorado State was just, they were fuming at the mouth to go upset. They were fuming at the mouth to go upset Colorado. Hand, like They wanted it. So I'm not going to take anything from that game like too seriously. To me, it's like an in-division rival um, situation. They were wanting to win that game. Um, and Oregon is very, very known for games that they're supposed to win and blow people out. They don't. You know, they, they have duds. So I think Colorado covers, um, but I can see Oregon winning this game because, yeah, that's where I'm at. Uh, I'm right there with you. I think this will be a game. I think the college landscape, the college world, the media, if Colorado wins Ooh, this game, my is son, be... my son just had the biggest shit. He, <laughs> <laughs> uh, will Colorado shit the bed or will Oregon shit the bed? We don't know, but we do know casinos <laughs> baby will shit the bed. My son <laughs> shits the bed. Uh, um, however, I feel like this is perfect, perfect Oregon, what Oregon is, right? Where they blow out two teams, go into a big nationalized televised game, and then just lay a giant fucking egg, yeah. right? This like is we've right seen up it. Oregon's we, we, lane. We, we've seen it for years. We've seen it so, for a decade at this yeah. point. So where I'm, that's where, that's exactly where I'm at. Like, they're the Kurt Cousins of front time. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so would I be shocked if Colorado won? No. But if they do beat Oregon in Oregon, then I think it's finally time to be like, this Colorado team's legit. And not I think they're legit. A- I think they're legit. And again, I'm everybody's talking about how they almost got beat by Colorado State, who's not that who's not a good team. But that's my thing. I don't think Colorado State's good at all. No, they're not good at all. But again, it's it happens where you know Colorado, they know they have to win that game. They have yeah. to win that game. Like, they've got tough games coming up, and if they lose, everybody's going to be like, okay, they played a really tough opponent. They had to win that game, so I think they were nervous. Um, and then Colorado State was just hyped up of, like, we're going to be the team to fuck up their season. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that's where I was with that. It. That was this a fun a game. game. Um, well, that game was one of the one of the best like amazing no. uh let me uh that's not the only finally week four of college football they actually decide to put good games on undefeated rutgers going to number two michigan uh do you think michigan should be on upset alert after three yes. of i don't yes. think they look good we talked about them against unlv I, uh, speaking and i want to talk about that game i mean that that happened so 
Um, that's why I'm wearing the hat. I want to make sure we talk about that. But no, I think they can get beat by Rutgers. Um, I do too. I, I think they should be kind of, I think this is like the Colorado, Colorado state thing, you know, Rutgers has no business beating Michigan and, but Michigan has to beat Rutgers. Like they just have to. That's a good, so that's a good point. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go and talk about now. I want to talk about some, the one game that I basically a single incident that I, I wanted to talk about um, was the K state game versus Missouri. Uh, I absolutely love, did you like, I love how that game ended. That kid hit a, uh, what was his name again? It was, oh, I just had it. Uh, Mevis. Mevis, however you say his name. Um, did you did you watch the highlights of that? Did you see him hit that 61-yard footer to yeah. win the game? Dude, that was absolutely insane. Right there, he signed. Like, he guaranteed himself an NFL contract with that kick. Like, guaranteed yeah. Like even if he's even if he's on a practice squad, he is one hundred percent going to get picked up by an NFL team. One hundred percent. There's if you hit a sixty-one footer in college, you're going to get picked up, even if it's at worst, you know, just a practice squad signing. But you're still going to get somewhat paid. Like you just you signed a check. You literally signed a check with that. And what a way to walk off. That was that's been amazing. That was amazing. Yeah, um, I agree. Great so, moment too, especially those when oh, those happen in college football games. It just like, hits different than when it, it does. Like my my heart like filled with joy and anxiety all at the same time. I loved it. Um, Next game, or go ahead. No joke. Like just talking about like those moments. I still look back at when Vanderbilt, um, and this is a good segue um, segue to the UNLV Vanderbilt game. Um, but when Vanderbilt hit that three-pointer, that buzzer beater three-pointer to win the national championship game like a decade ago. Yeah. You, do you remember that? I do remember that. Like, I loved every second because they were double teaming the guard who everybody thought was going to take the shot. And he just runs by and dishes it to a guy that he was like, okay, I know I'm the guy, but I'm going to give you the shot to win the national championship. And the dude drains a three. Loved it. I still watch that probably once every two months because <laughs> how it makes me feel like you live for that moment. You live for that moment. Like that yep. kid grew up going buzzer beater, like, you know, trash can buzzer beater three to win the national championship. And he actually did it. So you're right. These moments are special. Um, what were you going to say before I go over to you and LV Vanderbilt game? Uh, well, first I was going to say nobody besides us gives a shit about UNLV Vanderbilt. So I'm going to give you 10 seconds to make a case for why this will be a good game. Or why why or, or why it was a good game. Why it was a good game? It, yes. Uh, simply, a Mountain West team beat an SEC team. I don't I care mean, how you put it. I don't care how you put it. True. A Mountain West team beat an SEC team when they had no business to do it. Yeah. 40 so, to 37. That's Dude, fucking crazy. And I'm and what the best part about this is though is um Doug Brumfield, who's supposed to be he's so injury prone for UNLV, he got knocked out. And now I just want to give our Vegas local, like I do with Ramondre Stevenson for the Patriots, some absolute love. Um Jaden uh Maeva, or however you say his name, I forget how to say his name, but from Liberty High School, who was looked at from a lot of top colleges 
um, out there, but he decided to stay home and play for UNLV. He's a true freshman. He went 19 for 33, 261 yards, a touchdown, an interception, but and he rushed for 29 yards. But I love seeing this true freshman come out and beat an SEC team. Yes, it's Vanderbilt, you know, but and they're not the best in the SEC. They're now two and two. But that was a huge thing for the Rebels to beat that team. Um, so shout out to, you know, Jaden for some uh, Vegas love. You know, we got to yeah. talk about our, our hometown no, was, and when, when people do good stuff. So that was that awesome. That was a great game. I didn't watch it live. I watched the highlights after. That was oh, a great game. Great game. So I just wanted to touch on that, that it was big for a Mountain West team to beat an S, uh, SEC team. Um, so, yeah, yeah, pretty cool. Pretty cool. Uh, and shout out to a Vegas local. I got like four minutes, so let's go through these quick casino. Just pick if any of these teams should be worried about an upset. Uh, number four, Florida State at Clemson. No. Uh, I don't think so either, but I do think that's going to be a good game. Same with Rutgers, Michigan. Uh, we already talked about Colorado, Oregon. This one will interest both of us. Ole Miss, number 15 in the nation, 3-0 and at number 13, 2-1 Alabama. Do you think Alabama loses this game? I do. I do too. And can you believe we're going to have a two and two Nick Saban Alabama team? I I'm frothing at the mouth <laughs> for this. I, I texted just, I texted you in, in Alabama's last game, and I was just like, and Georgia was you know having struggles too. They ended up coming back, but I was like, I want I, I if Georgia and Alabama lost last week at the same time, like. There may have been another kid made. Like, <laughs> obviously, it can't be with my wife. She's still healing. I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. Somewhere you would make you would have grabbed you, a UNLV grad, both celebrated, and bam. Well, I mean, yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, you just said on this podcast that you have two kids. Or you're about to have two kids, which you're not about to have two kids. But you, you know, don't I'll know. Just, I'll, I'll just give you, you three. Know. I'll just, I'll just make it a third with you. There you <laughs> go. Bam. There's room, room in this womb. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, yeah, uh, I miss this podcast. I miss you. <laughs> I miss talking uh, to you every day. <laughs> I do think, but I think we're both in agreement that Ole Miss beats Alabama. It's going to be glorious. Next up, 22-ranked uh, UCLA at number 11-ranked Utah. Uh, both 3-0. and uh, I think Chip Kelly's UCLA team beats this Utah team. I agree. And I, I, my, my, my college team has always been UCLA. I love that school. I love their colors. I love the band. It's not, on the it field. has nothing to do with Chip Kelly being their coach. I hate Chip Kelly with a passion uh, in the NFL because he ruined that Eagles team, but he's <laughs> a damn good college coach. And I think this might be his year to finally shine uh, to what he used to be. Uh, next up, uh, last game that, or no, two last games I want to talk about for, of uh, the college football slate, number 27 or number 24, I'm sorry, Iowa at number seven, Penn State, both three and oh going into this game. Do you think Iowa State pulls off the upset? No. The, see, this is we're we're in agreement here. I think Penn State is too good, even though I kind of like this Iowa team. Last one, this is the big Saturday night game, which is gonna be uh, very legit, depending on how good that Oregon-Colorado game is. But Ohio State, number six, at number nine, Notre Dame. Saturday night game in Big Bend. 
Uh, who are you picking in this one, Casino? I'm going with my grandpa's favorite football team, going Notre Dame. And plus, I'm, I don't like Michigan, but I hate Ohio State just because Brady went to Michigan. And so I, you know, go Michigan <laughs> over Ohio State. I, I will root for Michigan during those games. So I hate Ohio State. I love Notre Dame. So I'm going to go with Notre Dame. I'm just, yeah. I got to, I got to, I got to put that into the ether. I just, it has to happen. By all accounts, this looks to be one of the best Notre Dame game or Notre Dame teams by everything I've read about them or heard about them. This looks to be one of the best Notre Dame teams, maybe in the last 30 years. So they are already four and oh, I think they beat Ohio state and who knows come Monday, maybe they're in the top five, especially if all those other teams fall. Uh, last thing. Do you think uh, number five UC- USC playing Arizona State, number one Georgia playing UAB, and number three Texas playing Baylor? Do you think any of those three teams should be on upset alert for any of those games? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I think all those ones are blowouts. And then I think Ohio State being beat by Notre Dame. I want to see USC keep climbing so that, and then Colorado win so we can see that. Um... Colorado, uh, USC. Yeah. I think there's a potential for Florida state and a potential for Michigan to lose, which would is why I think, uh, then obviously Ohio state losing, which is why I think Notre Dame probably bumps up to five, maybe six, but yeah. Uh, all right. Casino, you got anything else to say before we, uh, skedaddle out of here? No, I'm glad to be back. That was nice. This was a good, uh, you already had the release a couple years ago or a couple months ago for your children. Now you have an immediate le- release on this podcast, which will be released out into the world. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So this has been the only sports podcast, the epic return of casino. Uh, we talked about everything. Good week. Good weekend of football. Dear Lord. Uh, there's a lot yeah. of good Sunday night or Sunday. And I don't have to go back to work. I don't have to go back to work until uh, next Wednesday. So I've been, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying this. Like, yes, I have, we have our daughter and our, our son, but we're like confined to the living room or confined to our bedroom with him. And because all he's doing now is eating and sleeping. And then we're, you know, tummy time whatnot, but we have to monitor that our two-year-old with him as well. So, you know, just, just, dealing with two young kids at the same time, you know, a lot of parents do it, but what I'm saying is I have that TV right there and I've just been like, yes, it's, it's, I'm going to have nothing but football on all weekend. And I'm very excited. Yeah. This, yeah, this is a, this is definitely one of those weekends where it's like, you know, that meme, uh, I think uh barstool does it where every time it's like Kevin, going into the elevator with uh, Jim and Pam and they're like, Hey Kev, how was your weekend? And then it just superimposes. Great. All I did was watch football for 48 hours or 72 hours or whatever. That is a meme specifically made for this weekend. This is going to be a great weekend of sports. We'll talk about it on either Monday or Tuesday when we release the next episode. But I'm also though, like not just for that football, but uh, I know that we don't talk about soccer here, but the champions league just started and like so a lot of the sports weekend a lot of overseas football uh leagues have started and i've just like i'm i'm already looking at like the 6 a.m wake up calls to watch games and 
I'm, I'm like, oh, this is going to be such a good weekend. And like, then even we... if I even if I didn't have a kid, I wouldn't probably sleep this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> and then we are T minus a month and two days from the NBA season starting again. So sure, all the sports and then and hockey, but hockey and hockey, and then we're going to start the MLB playoffs in a couple weeks. So I haven't watched an ounce of Major League Baseball this year. I just watched the Phillies. I think it was Philly Brave game the other day. And it's getting good. It's getting good. Uh, We can touch on some baseball next episode if we have time. Uh, But this has been the Only Sports Podcast. I'm Will. That's Casino. Uh, uh, Adios. (laughs) 